With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If we could start off by talking a little bit about what it's like going back and revisiting a movie that you made over a decade ago for this screening. Well, I haven't, got, I haven't gone back and looked at it yet. It's only being put on, so I can't really tell you um, <laughs> until I see it. <laughs> yeah. But what's it like going back and kind of revisiting what it was like for you then and and going back and trying to think what it was like to, to sit down and make this film? Oh, look, it's... Uh, I mean, whenever you fin- finish a film, you always think about all of the things you should have done and things you'd like to change and all of those sort of things. So there's all of those things that are always, always there. But, um, uh, oh, look, you just hope that people enjoy what you did at the time and that it's not too embarrassing for you 12 years later (laughs) yeah so tell us a little bit about four of a kind where did the idea first come about for you and how did you go about actually getting this film made okay the film was well the film was not a film the film was a play helen collins is the writer and she wrote a play called disclosure and she was a friend and she showed me the play and there were many things about the play that I really liked and I was looking for low budget, you know, a low budget feature script and this was sort of four, really four dialogues between, uh, dialogues between four different women um, as, and they were, but, but the, Part of it was very clever dialogue with it, and that was a big attraction to me. Um, what we did was then adapt that. We lost one of those four pieces to tie up the other three to make in the film, and we put some visuals and things to it. But essentially, it still is, you know, dialogues between four women, essentially. Yeah. Um, in the cast and we put some music in between and we had you know lots of flashbacks to what things that they were talking about and decide, because there's a lot of deception in the piece it's about lies and deception um the we decided to adopt a sort of thing where the flashbacks always told the truth so while people were lying we see what we see is the truth of what they're saying but we gradually reveal more and more as it goes through yeah so the yeah. I'm a huge fan of the indie film from the 1980s in America called Ice House, which was adapted from a screenplay, uh, from a play. And I remember the director saying it was one of the hardest things that he had ever worked on was turning this um, play into something that you could watch on screen. Did you find that very difficult to turn the, the play into something watchable on screen? Well, look, we kept a lot of the format. So because it is these dialogues, we kept that format a lot more. So we didn't change it into an entire live action thing because it wasn't really possible to do that. It had always been about these dialogues. So we maintained a lot of that, the, you know, stage structure. 
within it. So probably unlike um, him, we didn't make it as as visual and as filmic um, in that sense as he probably did with yep. his adaption. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about your cast. Um, you were able to put together a great cast. So tell us a little bit about how you went about doing that and, and what they were like to work with. Well, the one of the main... or it, it, there are four main characters, four main women, who are all uh, middle-aged, strong women, basically, which was another um, thing that attracted me about it, being one of those at the time, uh, and still, um, and not seeing a lot of women in um, films other than as mothers and support roles. Um, I was attracted to having a film that did have sort of four strong characters who were playing different different roles in their lives, both work-wise and um, relationship-wise. Um, Laverne McDonnell was one of those leads. Laverne was a very close friend of mine and she was also the co-producer on this film. So she came on early on and we did the casting together. So she was always going to be one of those lead um, actors and she assisted... Um, we did casting together, we had many discussions about who the cast should be and um, uh, I think put together between us a good group of people for it. Yeah. So some of whom I knew and some of whom she knew. And I'm talking past tense because unfortunately Laverne McDonnell died um, of uh, cancer some seven years ago. Yeah. Does... Um, so it was really her main last big role. Yeah. Does that make this screening more important for you in a way that it is a way that Laverne's legacy lives on a little bit with this screening? Um, yeah, it always is. It's always difficult for me at times uh, watching Vern on screen. And I, I subsequently, uh, subsequent to Four of a Kind, I made a documentary about Laverne after she died or during which she did some of the filming of during her illness. Um, but that's a that's a different film. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's always, it's always a bit emotional watching Laverne on screen, which I haven't done for a little while. Yeah. Now, uh, being a film reviewer um, over the last 20 years, it has been so great to watch how the role of female characters in films have changed, especially over the last decade in particular. Um, did you feel at the time that, this film was almost like a little bit of a game changer, having such four strong female lead characters during a time when some people would never have made a movie like that. Um, well, it was certainly one of the things that attracted to uh, attracted me to the script and hence the film. Um, so, yeah, it was one of the things that I was interested in, but I don't know that it was a game-changer because it's such a small film, nothing nothing much changes as a result of this film. However, it was certainly one of those attractive things, and things have moved a bit since then, as you're saying. Definitely. So, which is great, and there's a lot more younger female filmmakers, you know, making with stronger female characters coming through, although still they're mainly young women, they're not middle-aged women. Yeah, yeah. How do you think we go about changing that? Because I've seen some great films coming out of Britain, especially over the last few years, with um, actresses like Helen Mirren being given more of a centrepiece role rather than what they would have done in the older days when they would have cast her alongside Michael Caine or something like that. Do you think here in Australia we are 
kind of catching up to what other countries are doing at the moment? Uh, probably not. I mean, I think that the two big exceptions to this are always Helen Mirren and Meryl Streep. They yep. sort of continue to do lots of wonderfully interesting roles um, that aren't just mothers. But I think it, we're, we're still quite a long way behind in lots of um, uh, seeing middle-aged women in many films on screen here. Yep. And, and in Hollywood on the whole, they still have to be stars to be on the screen in Hollywood. So they have to be of that category on the whole. Definitely. Now, you're doing a Q&A as well um, after the screening. Tell us a little bit about what you're hoping that you might be able to achieve with the Q&A. And do you get nervous before doing something like a Q&A? I always get nervous before doing any things like that because I'm not... I'm not a performer myself, so um, yeah, it's always. But but I'm also quite used to doing some um, a certain amount of talking about the films. Um, so look, I'm not trying to achieve anything. I'm just hoping that if people are interested, we can have a chat about the film. Yeah. So it's really it's really just sort of seeing what people think about it and answering any questions. Yeah, uh, Fiona, your career after Four of a Kind, you have made um, more films after that. I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit about Strange Tenants as well, which is a film that um, you made just last year. Uh, tell us a little bit about the film and when people might be able to go and see it now that we're finally getting out of our lockdown. Um, well, Strange, most of the films I've done, still the majority of the films I make are documentaries. Um uh, although I'd love to make more dramas, but they're a bit more expensive and difficult to get funded. Um, Strange Tenants is a... Uh, it's called Strange Tenants Scarred for Life. So Strange Tenants were a 1980s Melbourne ska band who were quite successful at the time, and they still play occasionally, sort of 30 years later. They're very much a sort of a band that have been close friends and almost family to each other over the years, and they were started by the Hearn brothers, Bruce and Ian Hearn, um, who are both musicians, both do other things as well, but both musicians. Um, and so it was sort of just following their story um, and the band's story and life it has screened at lots of festivals and things over the last year or two and is just um out on dvd now via the band's site the band camp site for the band and uh is just going into educational distribution um at the moment via art films and it's i'll probably be putting it up on uh for streaming etc very shortly as well so it's it's not you're probably not going to see it at the cinema um it did have a screening actually also at the thornbury theater just prior to lockdown and was about to have another one when we went into lockdown at this time last year um but it's now gone through a lot of its sort of festival screenings and so it's coming out more educationally Awesome. Well, we cannot wait to check that one out as well. For the listeners out there, that is Strange Tenants, Scarred for Life. And we'll let you know more information about that when it becomes available for streaming as well. But everybody, head along to check out Four of a Kind at the Thornbury Theatre on Tuesday night. I guess, Fiona, to wrap up, is there anything you'd like to say to our listeners before they make the journey out to see Four of a Kind? Uh, not, not really. I just hope people enjoy it and I hope it's sort of, it, it's a very low budget film that was made a while ago and I hope 
it still got some interest for people. Awesome. Well, Fiona, thank you so much for chatting to us today. It's been an absolute pleasure. I know a lot of our listeners are going to go, want to go and revisit this film again. Thank you very much, David. Not a problem. You have a great day. Thanks. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.